Yes, I'm going to do it live also on my Instagram. Look at this. Look at this. Okay, something new. They said, you know, Maria, when you do your podcast, you should be live on Facebook. I said, check. I am live on Facebook. Uh, you should have a, uh, a uh, you know, podcast, whatever. Yes, check. We have it on Podbean, the millionaire on the diamonds. Oh, you should have a group. Uh, hello, check. We have a group. Are you on Instagram? Oh, gosh. Okay, let, let, let's do Instagram. <laughs> so I'm just going to do a little bit on Instagram. I'm trying to figure out how this thing quite works, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I put it on Instagram. We're going to at least do the intro. It's the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamond. So what's the vision of this podcast? It's very, very clear to me. My parents immigrated here towards the end of the 1960s, and they were able through, uh, through hanging around with the right people, being in the, uh, in the right place, they were able to level up and turn from zero, literally coming here with no money to millionaire. So I said to myself uh, a long, long time ago, I want to do the same thing, give opportunity to families here in Canada to um, get financial stability, be able to manage their time, be able to think big. So it, it was in my head for a long, long time. Then I meet wonderful people in my business, Sabrina Tessier, I meet Jean-Philippe Jacques, I meet Marie-Pierre Tetro, young people. Marie-Pierre, that's the key here, young people. And, and then I looked at their commitment level and I said, mm, I think we can get something going. So Marie-Pierre, Sabrina, the young kids were in charge of opening up um, something on podcasts. I don't even know how to explain it because as you can see, it's not me that did it. And as a team, we came together and we put together this podcast, which helps um, everybody that's in the group, the millionaire of the diamonds to level up. That's the main word here, leveling up. The five people I hang out with will determine where I am going in life. I swear to you, it will determine where I'm going in life. So the vision is to create more than a thousand millionaires thanks to the millionaires of the diamonds in Canada. I know we can do it together. We have Sylvain Lalonde, who's a 2019 millionaire. I'm excited with 2020, what's been happening. Everybody's been growing their revenues, double and triple um, figures. It's very, very exciting. Annie Marchand will be our first million-dollar earner this year, seven-digit income. Oh, we're so excited, multi-millionaire herself. So that's the vision. And the mission is to create this community where uh, we're not judged, where we level up together, where we're able to use the pu public platform, the group, the Millionaires of the Diamonds on Facebook to go on and share your story. You know, maybe Joan, something fun happened to you today to go on a public platform and yet a village platform on Facebook, which is our group, and be able to share it and give it power. So we're covering right now the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People for Instagram friends, there we go. And like anything, you know, like anything, you know, my dad used to read the Bible where we're Italian, uh, Italian, I'm Italian born. Uh, my, my, my religion I was born into is Catholic, Catholicism, whatever it's called. And he used to go to church and then you would have the, the priest, you know, read the Bible or, you know, explain certain paragraphs in the Bible. And I really think it's the same thing with all help books. We always need somebody who's been through the, uh, the, the, the elements of the book to be able to interpret it and make sure we adapt it 
to our everyday life. Uh, Marie-Pierre, I remember this, this one director of mine who used to come in my office every Sunday, pick up a new self-help book. Like if you see my, my library, it's a never-ending library of self-help books. Now, a self-help book for me takes me at least a month to read. I don't read only one at a time. I read more than one self-help book at a time, but I underline it. Like, look at this, guys. You know, if you're on Podbean, you don't see it, but I underline it. I, I, I write notes. I take notes in a notebook. I make sure that I own the material and I practice the material. So it made me realize that it's not about reading the book, but it's the implementation of the book that's very important. So this is a subject that's dear to my heart right now because since COVID-19, as a businesswoman, 37 years in my multi-level marketing, it has caused me to completely do a 360 turn. We used to be a home party business and now we're virtual. So I said, OMG, how do I communicate in this new world, the digital world? And this book is Marie-Pierre, absolutely phenomenal, okay? So right now we're at, at chapter two in the, in, the, in the book and it says, never, ever, ever say to somebody you are wrong. This is what we were gonna be covering today. So we find it easy to say to another person, uh, to another person, hey guy, hey man, you know, you're wrong. Even before we have taken the time to listen to them, even if we have taken, even if we haven't taken the time to listen to them. So even if I believe you are wrong, I will never tell you, hey, Joan, you're wrong. Never, never, because it's only what I believe. Now, remember, what you seek, you shall find. So my husband ended up looking at something on YouTube pro-Trump. So guys, sorry if I'm talking about Trump or not sorry if I'm talking about Trump, whatever. Long story short, what I want to tell you is all of a sudden my husband I found them to be more pro-Trump. I, I wasn't understanding what was happening. Well, what happens with social media, YouTube, when you're Googling something, it will give you more of what you're looking for and it will make you believe that everybody in the world is pro-Trump. That's the danger with social media and, and all these um, platforms. And I know you all know it, but sometimes we have a tendency of forgetting it because we're gonna start arguing with people. So I saw my husband arguing with my son, Hamid, on Trump issues. One was pro and one was against. And I quickly realized it's simply because of what the algorithms are giving them. So just remember this, okay? It's not because I believe that this is right and because I read it on Google and because I heard it on YouTube or because I listened to it on Facebook, you know, or, or even if I have a professor in front of me, it doesn't mean that it's right. Remember what you search for, you shall find. And I was sharing with Marie-Pierre, who has a master's degree, even two mathematicians will argue that one plus one can equal two. And another mathematician is able to argue that one plus one does not equal two. Now, I'm not going to enter in that in that field, but you understand with the years, they tell us eggs no more than two per week. And all of a sudden, it's okay to eat eggs every day. Just remember, nobody's right, nobody's wrong. There's different perspectives. So I'll give you another example. Disputes, well, not an example. Disputes fall into the trap of I'm right, you're wrong, because neither considered the alternative that both can be right. When I got married with Mohammed, 
Now, for those that know my story, I met Mohammed in 1985. In 1985 in Montreal, uh, Quebec, Canada, we didn't see Muslim people with the hijab. We didn't see, um, um, honestly, I didn't even know that Muslim was a religion in 1985. I just want you to understand that I was very uh, in a family that was very, very Italian Catholic, Italian born, and everybody that gravitated around us was Italian. We all ate the same thing. So when I met Mohammed, it was a big, big revelation to me. Oh my God, Algeria. Like how many people actually think that Africa is a country. Like seriously, you know, we talked about it in another, another podcast. It's it's not a country. It's a continent. And I believe there's all, all over 55 or 60 countries in there. And I learned that Algeria is from North Africa. And I'm looking at my husband because, you know, to me, everybody in Africa, th this was 1985. Now, don't forget, I, got, I didn't go to university. I have a deck. I went to CJEP here in, in Montreal. So I like to me, Really? This is Africa? So like myself, I'm discovered. Now, I'm fascinated by it. I'm learning. I'm asking questions. It boggles my mind that, you know, we have people that don't eat pasta. Like you understand, for me, it's a revelation. We have people that are not Catholic. OMG. So this is the beginning, really, of my world. Uh, being inclusive and learning other ways of doing things. So today I don't eat just pasta. I mean, I eat every flavor of the world. But understand that different people from different places will think differently. Differently, It doesn't mean we're wrong. It doesn't mean we're right. And then came the time where we wanted to get married. So I think I'm going to share with you a little bit our story of our marriage in a very light humoristic way because now that I'm on Instagram I, I know my daughter daughters Nadia and Yasmin might listen to it <laughs> and my son so I, I want to make sure it's 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 told the story in the right way I'm just going to tell the story in the right way so oh, we have uh, Shilali and Kaima Mohammed's parents now Shilali is a typical uh, um, practicing Muslim so he has the the, the robe he has the beard hair shaved, you know, typical, typical, typical. Uh, his mom, typical. She has the hijab, like very, very typical. I want you to visualize them meeting Adelina Mariano and Michelangelo Mariano, Italian born from the South that think that the whole planet speaks Italian, the whole planet eats pasta, and the whole planet is Catholic. Okay, I want you to visualize this. So they meet. The discussion was going to be, because I'm very, very traditional. So the discussion was the parents to meet, the marriage, how we're going to do the marriage. Of course, my dad said, they're going to get married Catholic, you know, and then me and Mohammed were, were, were more working on getting married civil, but never once did Shilali say, no, they must be married Muslim. What was amazing to me here was that Mohammed's parents came to the negotiating table with a white canvas, ready to hear out my dad and my mom, or, you know, a piece, of, um, just a piece of clay and ready to mold it out into whatever it played out to be. Or another great visual that I, I read in the book, I loved, a blank page. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, even if my parents had been living in 
this free country, Canada, I will share with you publicly, it was Shelali and Kaima that had the open mind and that were ready to meet halfway or whatever needed to be done so that Mohammed and I could be married where both parties met halfway. Well, my parents came to the table this, this determined ahead of time that I was going to get married Catholic. So how do you think that ended up? Well, this is how it ended up. It started in my dad's home and it ended up in the park with a dispute in a public platform because literally kicked out of the house and it ended up in the park in front of our house and the gifts they had brought were thrown out. Like, I'm going to stop it there. And this is why I'm very passionate about another book I want to write for you guys. The first one was simply, how do you go from immigrant to millionaire when you have zero education? Just a brief story of my family and how all of us can achieve whatever we dream of. But the second book I really want to come up with is how to love each other for our differences and not to create war. So Marie-Pierre, I know you have concrete explanation. Now, for all of those of you on Instagram, I'm just going to shut it off for now, right? For those on um, on Podbean and those on Facebook, remember, she's going to put this document on the private group, the Millionaires of the Diamonds. You can ask to Adair. You can ask to Adair to the group. Remember, we're not manipulating followers or whatever. We want you to Adair because you're not going to be a tourist. You're going to be part of our group with intention to help everyone level up. So you're going to go live on the group. You're going to respond to comments. You're going to put hearts in, and be part of our village, our community that we level up. So for everybody listening on Instagram, thank you very much. We're trying something new. You know, if it's ridiculous, so what? If you don't try anything, you'll never know what you're capable of. So I'm 56 years old. They told me to go on Instagram. Here we did it. And now, Marie-Pierre, take it away. Yeah, so I will give you some tips on, on how to be more open-minded. But first, I know that you love to comment on the Podbean and on the live. So I will take all the characteristics of open-minded people. And I want you to evaluate yourself. I love when I can ask you questions too. <laughs> so I have a few characteristics. So write on the Podbean or in the live if it applied to you. So are you curious to hear what others think? And I know Maria will answer me <laughs> for every question. So are you curious to hear what others think? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Okay, so she's curious. <laughs> so for you, oh, okay, I love it when you, everybody's writing on the Podbean and on the live. I love it. <laughs> Second, are you able to have your idea challenge? Yes. You know, Marie-Pierre, I remember like it was yesterday. Nobody was challenging my idea. I call Lynn Ali, one of my friends who loves to argue loves to argue. I said, Lynn, come here. I need you to challenge my idea because if we, if I want to grow and do something better, I have to be challenged. When people always agree with me, it doesn't work with me. I need to be respectfully though, because if you lack respect, I'm going to throw you out on your ass so fast. You won't know what hit you. Okay. So challenge me with respect. Say, well, and I'll talk about respect in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, Rosa, I see you laughing, my girlfriend. Yes, exactly. I'll 
kick you out. All right, go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you get angry when you are wrong? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I just wish I had seen it the other way. <laughs> joking, joking. Okay, so she's not angry. <laughs> she just realized. <laughs> okay, do you have empathy for other people? I, I know. <laughs> Do you think about what what other people are thinking? Like, yes. Always. I'm always thinking, you know, if I behave like this, how would how will that affect you? And if I behave like that, how will that affect you? And if I say this, how will yes. Perfect. Are you humble about your own knowledge and expertise? Or now, you want yeah. to show it off. <laughs> now, yeah, I don't talk anymore. When I was young, oh, God, I was arrogant. But I think, you know, it's age that humbles up. Hey, eh, Joan? It hum humbles us up, age. Yes. Do you want to hear what other people have to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, create, I create the sound effects. Does that work? It's okay. At least you don't use the audio effect on Podbean. <laughs> One day she learned that. Oh my God. <laughs> you can maybe find it if you go way back on the Podbean. <laughs> she learned the clap and ooh on the Podbean. <laughs> so if you want to laugh, <laughs> go find it. <laughs> and do you believe others have a right to share? their belief and thought. Better say yes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know that if you are with us on the Podbean, absolutely, you have an open mind. I'm sure that of that because if you weren't have an open mind, you wouldn't be with us this morning. So now I want to give you a few tips on how to be more open-minded and the first one is to fight the confirmation bias so it's it's exactly what maria told us about the mohammed the confirmation bias is involving more attention to things that confirm your existing belief while at the same time discounting evidence that challenge what we think and yes now that we are in the digital age It's more and more and more of that. So it's really, we have to be aware of that. And being aware of that is really the best way to combat it. So if it seems like you are uh, really ac accepting something because it supports your existing argument, take a moment to consider some argument that might challenge your idea. So learning to... Uh, how to evaluate sources of information and learning how to be an informed consumer of scientific story in the news can be really helpful. Because I know for me at school, when we are writing something, we always need to have some source and we need to evaluate our source. We know Wikipedia, 
we all love Wikipedia because <laughs> it's something that really fast and we know exactly what we want. But we need to confirm what we are reading on that. <laughs> so just learn and evaluate your sources so you can be sure of what you learn and ch challenge yourself to read something that doesn't go along with what you think. The second thing is to ask questions. So a part of being open-minded involves being able to question not just others, but yourself. So as you en encounter new information, ask yourself a few que key questions. So how much do you really know about the topic? How trustworthy is the source? Have you considered other ideas? And do you have any bias that might be influencing your thinking? So yes, you can use it on other, but you can uh, use it for yourself too. So you have the four questions. I love somebody just wrote on Podbeam. I remember teachers in my program were, were refusing sources that came from Wikipedia. Now I have to share it with you. I thought Wikipedia was it. I mean, I, for me, that was a scientific place to go. Just, just to, so you understand how a lot of people can be so misled and misinformed. Nah? Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Yes. <laughs> but when you go on Wikipedia, you, it really looks like it's a dictionary. <laughs> you can really rely on it, but it's not. <laughs> the third thing is to give it time. When you hear something you disagree with, your first instinct may be to disagree or just to shut down. But the problem with that sort of quick draw response is that you are acting in the heat of the moment and not taking the time to really consider all aspects of the problem and probably not arguing all that effectively. So the alternative is to give yourself a brief period to consider the arguments and evaluate the evidence. After you hear something, take a few moments to consider the following points before you respond. So are your own arguments based upon multiple sources? Are you willing to revise your opinion in the face of conflicting evidence? And will you hold on to your opinion even if the evidence discounted? So just be willing to consider other perspectives can be a challenge, but it can be even more difficult when you find yourself having to revise your own belief as a result. So give you time. And the last one I want you to practice is to practice an intellectual humility. So even if you are an expert on a topic, Try to keep in mind that the brain is much more imperfect and imprecise than most of us want to admit. So <laughs> it, It's so true. <laughs> There's some research that shown that being no knowledgeable about something can actually contribute to close-mindedness. If you know too much, sometimes you will close your mind about uh, uh, something else. So... There's an um, a, a effect, uh, I'm not sure how to say it, the Dunding-Gregor effect. 
<laughs> I love it. You're talking like me. I love it. Learning grow grow effect. It's the bias that leads people to overestimate their own knowledge of a topic, making them blind to their own ignorance. So it's wow. it come back to what we covered yesterday that maybe the person that thinks they know that they know but they don't know. <laughs> Yeah, who he who doesn't know that he doesn't know, run away from him, right? <laughs> That's no one. So, true true experts tend to actually be more humble about them their knowledge. They know that there is always something more to learn. So, if you think you know it all, chances chances are that you probably don't. And remember that everyone you will meet. You will always learn something new that you didn't know first. So be Thank humble you, about your knowledge. Yes, be humble. And it's so important. Once again, I want to close off with this. When you arrive at the table, whether it's a discussion you're going to have with your husband, with your children, with a friend, in a meeting, arrive with a white canvas. Don't arrive with preconceived ideas. Right after the podcast in French, we're going to go get ready for our meeting. So I arrive at the meeting. The first thing I do is I ask my team, my A team, how do you see that next Thursday's meeting should evolve? And that's a step one. So everybody gets to write it in. And then we go from there when we all wrote in our ideas and we take, we, we, we start building the meeting. And that's why every single one of our teammates that attend rallies in French Thursday nights or rallies in English Friday nights, they're always saying genuinely, oh my God, this was the best meeting ever. And I know it's the best meeting ever because everybody arrives at the table ready to bring their ideas. And there's no idea that we say, oh no, we can't do that. So just last week, we brought up a way of recruiting people that we hadn't done in months. And there's nothing wrong with saying, don't do this. And then, yes, let's do it. You know, it's, it's the way life evolves. Sometimes it was good then. It's no longer now. So in conclusion, only then can our true interpersonal potential be, potential be tapped into. Choose a path of cooperation and partnership. Let people save face, okay? Very, very important. Telling people they are wrong will only make enemies. And remember, Yasmin, one day, I asked her to do something for me, and she rolled her eyes in her sockets, okay? And, you know, don't judge me. I, ha I had a Tupperware I was drying up like an oval four, and I just slammed it in her head. Oh, she got me so upset. And she goes, oh, my God. I go, you don't have to talk. Your, 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 your expression, your look, your intonation, your gestures, all of that could also be saying, you know, that smirk that you just want to punch out. Sorry, guys. But you know what I mean, okay? All of that is also telling somebody you're wrong or you're ridiculous. I mean, the... All of that is so important. Each word presented, presented in absence of expression of a soft tone of voice usually is condemning, is telling the other person you're wrong. Default of diplomacy, admit you may be wrong. The other person may be right. Be agreeable. Ask questions. And above all, consider the other person 
perspective and show respect. Now, I'm especially talking to those young people. I like the way I was raised because in my way of being raised, we always showed respect to those that were older than us, even if we were wrong. So if Marie-Pierre, you have something that you disagree on and you lack respect when you're bringing it to me, even if you're right, I will kick you out on your ass. There you go. Okay, because anybody that is disrespectful can never achieve anything great in their life. Never, never, never. A lot of times I knew my dad was wrong. I would never tell him. Respect, respect. I'm in a multi-level marketing and I've done a lot with my business. And there's a lot of people that, that no longer are there and are trying to teach me new things. And I respect their input because it comes from a source of knowledge always show respect. So this humble approach will lead you to unexpected new relationships, will, will lead you to unexpected collaboration, will lead you to unexpected results. Okay. So let's have respect for one another. And remember, nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. It's just a perspective. Love you guys. Have a fabulous weekend. And God willing, we'll see each other on Monday with the Millionaire of the Diamond on Think and Grow Rich with Jean-Philippe Jacques and Sabrina Tessier. Bye, Joan. Have a great weekend. Bye, Yvette. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. <laughs>